pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings, so glad to have you back with us, KB Creatives, for another adventure of manifesting with your kinetic belief and creating your most abundant life. And if you'd like to receive an occasional text message, text the word KINETIC to 844-844-0049. StephenCanyon.com is the website for all the upcoming events. And make sure that you follow us on Instagram at Stephen Canyon. And subscribe to the podcast and make sure you don't miss an episode by doing that. You can also find us on Clubhouse. It's brand new. And uh, there at Stephen Canyon. By the way, Meg, I like the candles that you have lit for today's podcast. Ambiance. It's really kind of cool. You've got one over here, one over yeah. here. Get that one. Oops, sorry. There we go. That's cool. We, we've created a space here. I know. It's like a little podcasting hookah space. How entertaining is that lake behind us? I, it's mesmerizing. It, it's it's actually... a, and it changes all day, doesn't it? It's like a, a mirror on the ground early in the morning. Yeah. And you can see the sky. I mean, it's like two two skies. Yes, it's beautiful. And then throughout the day, so many animals surfacing and appearing and flying in and swimming around. It's the most amazing little, it's like a little, well, it is an ecosystem. There's a dance above it in the mm. trees around it, yeah. a dance of life on the grassy shores yes. and in it as well. Alligators. So much going All the on alligators. in that lake. I love it. Hawks sit out on the branches. I know. It's be- I really mean, beautiful. Who, who knew? Who needs the zoo? That, that is. I saw an osprey this morning, and mm. uh, there were a couple of reddish egrets that sort of submarine around. And it is so cool. When they come out, mm-hmm. and they stand up on the bank, and you, you saw it the other day. Yeah. They, you, I think you even mentioned it. It's almost I like did. they are it's like they're sun in, worshipers. in reverence of the sun. They face the sun, and they just hold their wings out to dry. Yes. <laughs> But what they haven't figured out is, I mean, as soon as they get their wings dry, they dive back in yeah. into the water. You kind of wonder if it's a, is it a body temperature thing or just a flight thing? Uh, I don't know. Oh, it's a body temperature thing. Of course, everybody knows that. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Duh, Megan. Unless it's a flight thing. <laughs> Unless it's a flight thing. <laughs> oh, man. I, I may be wrong, but it looked like there was a, a white, a white ibis. Standing side by side with a blue heron. Yes. And it's like they didn't know they weren't birds of a feather. They were kind of eyeing each other, I think. They were they, it, really, really close to each other. Yeah, but they were sort of standing in a territorial way, you know, very stiff, kind of eyeing each other. Very territorial and stiff. I thought okay. so. That's yeah. how I the, saw it. The turtles are enormous. And who <laughs> who knew that a, a, a tortoise, well, I'm sure a lot of people knew or no, but I didn't knew. Oh jeez. <laughs> okay. That they can run. They they are they really are fast. Well, have you noticed that he goes really slow <laughs> up the hill and then runs down the hill? I'm kind of, I'm kind of wondering if that's if he's sliding and not really running. That's kind of like me. I'm pretty slow <laughs> up and fast down. Yeah, that does. But sound they do. Like they you. run fast, and so so much for the 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 tortoise and the hare. There's so much story. going on out there, and I actually had this uh, jogged a memory because i saw this happen yesterday you mentioned the hawks we were sitting out on this beautiful lake in montana a couple years ago 
and there were maybe 10 hawks hunting on this lake and they it it was just this constant diving and splashing and they would come up with these huge trout in their Mm -hmm. talons and i didn't see any trout here but it reminded me of that and that was just such a cool way we spent our evening out there it was yeah we were camping remember that's right but you know the the birds are pulling some kind of fish out of out of this lake i don't know what it is and the alligators yeah it's a little swampy it makes you think they probably have two heads or something. But it's a cleaned up swamp. It's kind of cool. <laughs> and you've named one of the alligators. What, what are you calling? Lucy. Her? Lucy? That's yeah. the one you threw your steak to. Yeah, she didn't want it. Are you supposed to do that? Are we? Is it okay to feed the alligators here? Um, probably Depends not. on what you're feeding them, <laughs> I guess. You know, there was first an imagination for all of that life that's out there in that lake. Mm, that's true. I, I love mean, that. Every bit of it. Classical cosmology which is the science of the origin of the universe, is, it's based on Albert Einstein's general theory of relativity, which describes all of the evolution of the universe as long as we don't approach the Big Bang with it. That's where <laughs> you can it's think get, about... It's getting weird. Getting a, little, getting a little weird when you get back to the Big Bang. Yeah. Just because just beyond the moment of inflation, which is the so-called Big Bang... Quantum theory has discovered that there was a bias. There was an imagination for this lake right here and the, the ibises and, and the, the turtles and all those things. <laughs> the for, ibises. For, for, for all of creation, we know that there was a bias for it. There was an imagination for it. Yeah. And it was that first belief that resulted in the explosion of creation. Mm-hmm. And for the gators and for you and for me and everybody that's listening... Kinetic believers are empowered and strengthened with the exact same explosive ability to change things in their lives. You have the moxie and the mojo of manifesting on the inside of you. (laughs) I love that. Oh, man. (laughs) Isn't that that cool? I want moxie and mojo. You got (laughs) it. That's great. We have it. Everybody, you've got moxie. You've got mojo. Mm -hmm. And it's for manifesting. you know, one of the questions I would have right now is, are you dressing like you got the moxie? Yeah. Where's your moxie Where, Where's uniform? your moxie, your where's moxie outfit? I love that. Uh, instead of walking around head, head down. Get your head up and know who <laughs> you are. Know that you got moxie and know that you've got some mojo. That is one thing. Kinetic believers are definitely willing to stand out in a crowd. Isn't <laughs> That's one that thing true? you know about us. Being original. <laughs> Being yes. your original little weird self. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when we have knowledge of certain things, we can enjoy the experience of our moxie and of our mojo. We can enjoy the experience of life. We can enjoy the success that we already have. And it's through maintaining what we have obtained by protecting our beliefs, mm. protecting our desires, protecting that we know that we know that we've got moxie and mojo and that we are special and that we are not like every, we're not supposed to be like everybody else and that everybody is an individual. There's the, the beauty of creation of the individuality of the, the person, the persona of, mm-hmm. of distinct, unique individuals. I love that idea of protecting our belief because it makes me think of this podcast. Every time we do this podcast and even when I listen back to them, it does give you that sense like as if your belief is being insulated. You're sort of mm. wrapping it in this warm, cozy mm-hmm. little cocoon that nothing can penetrate. Well, yeah, right? Because nothing can penetrate when we when we know that we all have moxie and we all have mojo. Yes. 
We know that we've got creative power, is what mm. we're saying. And what are we talking about when we say that we have creative power? I mean, how does it even operate? Mm. One of the definitions for creative power when it is in operation through a, a kinetic believer is it is the power of life. It's the power of creation working in you that will change circumstances. But creative power by its very nature is a uh, divine enabling. It is a supernatural divine enabling. It is the creator's super on our natural that causes us to be able to supernaturally change circumstances using moxie and mojo to do it. Creative power is a performance enhancer. It'll enhance the performance or it will enhance the mission of the genius of your purpose that you were created for. And it is from the star stuff that you were made of. It's from God in that the creative power of belief is the exact same quantum particle substance that imagined this lake back here behind us um, and, and that formed the universe. We're made of the same thing with the creative power to rely on what we believe and then to see happen. In the same way, when, when we look at creation through the lens of cause and effect science, a kinetic believer can be just like the creator in the demonstration of creative power, in the demonstration of moxie and mojo, <laughs> in that we are spiritual beings having a natural human experience. So it's this enabling power. It's an outflow of energy through these human vessels. And the creative power that's on your life, the life that you are, that is the manifesting key. That is the key for you to uh, change your circumstances. It's the key to accomplishing. It's the key to fulfillment in your life. Well, and knowing what you're saying is, is the biggest part, isn't it? Knowing the, the gifting you possess, knowing the power we possess, knowing that we, we do have the skill set to make all of this happen. It's knowing it, isn't it? But then it's also expecting it to show up, expecting something different to change because of what you know. Mm. I think a lot of people know this. I think all people have a knowing that there is, you know, a, a greater purpose to their life. And that's why you have yeah. so much dissatisfaction in the world because you got the knowing, but you're not willing to do the doing. Yeah. You don't trust the knowing. Mm -hmm. You're trusting the ego. You're, you're trusting the arguments and you're trusting in the reasonings. Yeah. And so the knowing is creating depression. Yeah. It's causing addictions. The knowing is causing uh, failure. The knowing is causing all the depression and the anger and bitterness and the resentment and the, the regrets and all those things because you've got the knowing. You know better. You don't. You just don't know why you're not doing what you know you should be doing with the mojo and the moxie <laughs> that's on the inside of you. Well, isn't that why immersion is so important? So spending all that time in your journal, spending time with other kinetic believers, spending time listening to mm. these podcasts mm -hmm. and, and past archives over and over again, because the only thing that society has to offer up is a faux version of a good life. And so it's all fake. It's all, it's, it's a ruse. You know, all these things that we're being shown and that are being lifted up in society is this is what you should be striving for. This is what will make you happy. None of it's true. And so we have to get new information to, to connect all those dots. That's a great word, isn't it? Immersion. I like that. That's a, that's a great word because it's the, the level of the creative power that's functioning in you 
because of how you've immersed yourself into that creative power Mm. that's going to determine the level of abundance that's going to show up in your life, the level of joy that's going to show up, the level of of healing in your body, the level of insights and wisdom that's revealing itself to you. It's the level of your attracting ability through the moxie and the mojo uh, that's showing up because you've determined on purpose to immerse yourself into it. Well, and when you say level, and when we talk about words like moxie, it just makes me think of the word confidence. Mm. And so as we're growing and as we're layering in and building this this life and this knowledge and really this go-gettedness to make all this happen and to believe for all this, you know, we're building our confidence in self. And, you know, I think about whenever I had a big performance for violin, you know, when I would first start preparing for that, it would feel... I didn't feel very confident and I was pretty mm-hmm. nervous and so it didn't feel like a sure thing but the mm-hmm. more I would practice and the, and the more skilled I would become and, and dare I even say second nature you know this becomes so natural to us it's bearing up under that confidence and it almost makes it easy. I think that's a great a, a great analogy, performance, because you start off thinking, I've got to do yeah. this. I'm doing this in my ability. And you're very wobbly. Uh, and you're, you're not quite <laughs> sure of your ability. Yeah. You're not quite sure of your own strength and your own joy, but it's the moxie and the mojo that you recognize, wait a minute. I've been given a gift, a supernatural gift to be for performance that goes beyond my own natural egoist ability to do something. And it's by putting pressure on that, by immersing myself in it, by kinetic belief, by trusting in that greater authority and power that's already on the inside of me, that I can trust (laughs) in this this stellar performance that's going to come through me Mm. as I find peace. And no worry and no hurry and, and my joy becomes my strength. And the best thing about everything you just said is that it's all because you say so. You're the final authority, right? <laughs> yes. Because all of us, we were formed in the beginning of us. Mm. You were formed in the beginning of you, the life essence of you. You were given creative power. Mm. It is the release of that power that's going to make performance possible. The creative power enables you to kinetically believe and to get results, good results. You cannot occupy your desires without creative power. Every kinetic believer requires the creative power, requires the moxie, requires the mojo. Every kinetic believer requires the creative power. Your your requirement for the creative power is for sustenance. You require creative power for performance. You require the creative power for success. You require require creative power for your creator's power to be on your life. And you require the creative power for fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Nothing gets accomplished without creative power. It is it's an absolute necessity for a growing kinetic believer to know how to use it. And yeah, this makes me wonder if if the reason we're, we all love superhero movies is because we actually connect with them more than we think. We actually relate to that them is so true, more isn't than it? we realize. You know, mm-hmm. I am manifesting man or whatever. But but this creative power is a true power. And it's a real power, and it's a, and it's a true, you could even call it a superpower. But we all have it if we would like to reach down and grab it. We're swimming in the substance of creative power. It's yeah. what the universe was formed out of. It's what we were made with. Creative power, that is, and you, that's a great point. 
That's why there's so much fascination with the superpower uh, abilities of these superheroes because we connect with it. Mm. We we have that knowing again that, wait a minute, there's something about that that seems familiar to me mm. because we come from that. But we've got to know how to use it. And that's what we're talking about today is if you want to have success in your life as a kinetic believer, creative power, knowing how to use your creative power is necessary. How much success, how much growth you experience in this life is determined by the level of creative power that's functioning in you. And so now all of a sudden it becomes so important that we locate the enthusiasm and that we find the gratitude and the expectant attitude and the joyous flow, the the continuous rainfall of creative power. It's going to be so important now that you know this, you're going to be held to a, a new level of accountability as you're hearing what we're talking about today. Because you knowing this... It's going to be important that you examine your life and make sure that you're not hanging around dry climates, dry people, dry teaching. The creative power is for performance, like you were talking about. No one can maintain creative power without putting it to work. So we've got to use the creative power. You see, lack of use of creative power will result in decay, while active use Active use will result in maturity. It results in our advancement. It results in our growth. In other words, if you have the creative power to sing or to play an instrument and you're not using it, then it's going to result in decay. Listen, your creator has given you creative power so that you can use it. In fact, the creative power is for a mission. And if you're not doing anything, you don't necessarily need any creative power because the creative power is to do. The creative power is for action. Oh, I love that. What is your mission? Let's determine the mission so that you can make sure that you have a need for all this to show up. Because I know you even said that before about money, you know, manifesting more money into your life. And the first question is, well, what do you want to use it for? It needs a purpose. You have to attach purpose and mission. I love that word to to this stuff. A mission is a mission because you see it through to completion. You know what it is. You've been doing the work of the journaling. You have the imagination. You have the enthusiasm of desire because you're going somewhere. What is a journey if you don't know what you're, if you don't have an anticipation for the the experience of the journey? Mm. Wow. If you want to experience gators and, and blue ibises and white, (laughs) <laughs> carnations go out there where they are and and take a gander yeah. and look and enjoy it all well and the superhero analogy I get that just keeps floating into my mind right now because i was even remembering the the x-men comics you know how they would go to they, you have all these kids and they have all these superpowers but they don't know how to use them and so to make sure they don't like destroy the world they go to school to hone Important. their, but they go to school to hone their skills, mm-hmm. and it just makes me think about look at all of us kinetic believers out here, and where you know we have all these skills, and we do have this insane, otherworldly, supernatural, uh, overwhelming <laughs> creative power, and but we need to know That's how to good. how to use yeah. it and how to hone it. Go to school. That mission, for it, right? Yeah. Why do we want That's to go fun. to school? Why do we want to do, put the work in here? Why are we doing these podcasts? Why are we tuning in and listening yeah. and work doing the work of the journalists? Because we want to see the levels of that creative power increase on our lives. Yeah. And I think you just nailed it there. We want to see it. <laughs> we want to see this happen. You know, we're believing and we're ready. We're ready to see it. Because the creative power is there for a purpose. It's there for a mission. Now there there are 
really there are three foundational issues concerning creative power. Mm. Let me ask everybody a question. Are you hungry and thirsty for creative power? Because that, that's the qualifier. There is no need in me talking to you about creative power if you are not thirsty for it, if you're not craving it, if you don't see a need to be replenished every day of your life with this creative power. I mean, you have to wake up every single day and you've got to, you've got to realize, I can't do what I'm supposed to do today without this creative power. I've got to have it. I need to have, I need to have this on my life, enabling me and equipping me with greater abilities and greater powers so that when I walk into a meeting, I don't have to depend on my limited natural egoist knowledge because I know I have available this supernatural knowledge. I've got this creative power of wisdom Mm -hmm. to know, I know that I have available to me the wisdom of God and the wisdom of God. God is knowing what to do when you don't know what to do. Wow. So it's a good thing to know that when you walk into a situation that you don't have to be afraid because creative power is with you. And I'll tell you that that's something egos of the world never really wanted anybody to get a hold of. And that's the fact that you have creative power. When you walk into a situation and you do know that creative power is with you, is that something that is just, it's always with you and it's always activating? Or are we supposed to be, do we have to say something? Do we have to acknowledge it for it to occur, appear, be available to us? Great question. You, yes, you always have creative power with you, but creative power is not functioning unless you know it, mm-hmm. unless you're expecting it, unless you are in gratitude and anticipating and desiring that creative power to change your circumstances. Mm-hmm. And you're showing up fully confident That favor is there with you. It's there to receive you. It's going to be working through you and that it's going to manifest because of your your joy and your delight and your gratitude and your expectations. That's the authority of your creative power going before you to manifest your best life. And that's one of my favorite things about kinetic belief is is the idea that, look, this is all functioning through lightheartedness and fun and excitement and moxie and mojo. So... A lot of times I think we can really get in our heads. We can make all this very cerebral, and that is the opposite of what we want to do. You know, kinetic belief is powered through, through well, through fun. Well, and if you get into your <laughs> head, you're going down there worrying and doubting it's going to work out. Yeah. You're, you're imagining the worst-case scenario, and so that's what you're attracting, and that's what you're going to be manifesting. And so you're going to manifest the results of your worry and your doubt wow. and your fear. Wow. You know, for so long, most people thought that the creative power was just on the super athletes, the gifted musicians. It's on those entertainers, the superstars. It's on the one percenters. It's on the politicians. It's on the world changers and all of those people. And for so long, we thought the creative power was just, you know, it's just on, on the, 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 the high level performers, the singers, yeah. those people. 1%. But I am telling you that the creative power is available to the unemployed. It's available to the school teacher. It's available to the truck driver. It's available to anybody that's thirsty and hungry. Anybody that will be like that deer and search for some water in a brook panting toward that water. Anybody that will be thirsty after the genius of their one-of-a-kind purpose. That's why there is an intensity of expectation and a willingness to show up because you will never, ever lose a battle 
because the creative power is working through your life. And, and you wake up every morning saying, you know what? I've got to have my creative power replenished today. The creative power of immovable kinetic belief that I had yesterday. I need some of that today to do what I've got to do today. Some of, some of you are listening right now and you say, what, what do I need the creative power for today? I'm telling you that you're going to need your authority to maintain your identity. That's a really beautiful principle that you just set forth too from the universe that look, if you search for and if you seek out this creative power, you are going to find it. That's a promise. So just the fact that we're sort of stretching our necks out, reaching for this thing, it's it's guaranteed. If you're not looking for it, it's not going to show up. Right. It's the expectations. It's that you, you're, you're mm-hmm. going over there because you're expecting it. Yes. And so you're going in the full peace and assuredness that you're going to have the authority of your desire, your will, your might, your creative ability mm-hmm. working in your life. Mm-hmm. You need creative power for your ears. You need creative power for your mind so that you can hear something and hear something that you couldn't get before. Because while you're sitting there today, minding your own business, sitting around in in the creative power, (laughs) there are some things that you can't see that are ready to be released on your behalf. They're working some things out that you're not going to have to worry about when you get down there. Because when you get stirred up with an expectation in this creative power, worry, doubt, and fear is going to be removed. You see, negative thoughts are going to be destroyed. Because when you are aware of your creative power, like you're talking about, Meg, things around you are going to get fixed. Well, isn't it always the, the wrong question that we're asking ourselves in these situations? What am I going to do? Well, you know, we're going to meet the creative power of the universe halfway. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> and then this is all going to start working and flowing and showing up. And, and so much is going to be generated on our behalf. The obligation of you and me, it's, it's half the distance, isn't it? Yeah. We're going with an expectation. We're stirring up the expectation, the, the desires to see that this gets done. You see, it's one thing... It, what we're what I'm talking to you about today is the very thing that will determine if that creative power will even operate in your life. You see, it's one thing to have a, a billion dollars in the bank. It's another to have the account number to know how to make a withdrawal. Oh man, that makes me think of the Bitcoin guy that you told me about. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember yes. that? Yes. So yes. you can't access your Bitcoin. Unless you have a very specific set of numbers, and he had written it down on a piece of paper, and he and then Bitcoin, you know, skyrocketed. So what was it like two hundred million dollars? Uh, it's a crazy amount, but yeah. you, you can have it. It can belong to you. These things that we're talking about are already yours, but you need to know. You, you, you got to have some knowledge. You need the account number. You need the account number. You don't to, throw it away. You want to make a withdrawal. <laughs> you want it in your hands, but you're going to have to, for all of this to work, for you to have the account number to know how to access the billion dollars, to know how to access your best life. But you're going to have to stay in love. In other words, we attract more of what we are into our lives. And our vibrational state of being, it always attracts. Mm. Love is a positive vibration that attracts. It creates after its kind. Hate is not positive, but creates after its kind. Love is positive. Anger is not. Love is positive. Bitterness is not. 
Love is positive. Greed is not. Love is positive. Fear is not. Love is positive. Worry is not. I think you get the, the point here. We could keep doing this. But when you've, when you've stepped out of the energetics of love, you may not even know it, but when you step out of the circle of love, like we've got here in between these candles, if you step out of that, you are now attracting negative results. You see, when you're not operating in unconditional love, which is an extraordinary, transcendent, enlightened way to be in every situation, when you are out of your circle of love, you've lowered yourself to destruction. Well, and I love the connection that's happening here because when we're staying in love, true love, the real definition of love, it, it enhances trust and vulnerability and that's what's going to allow us to center ourselves like you just previously said in the expectation and you know when you are in love you're also in trust you're also being completely and utterly convinced uh, beyond any shadow of doubt that this is going to happen and that and that that love will be reciprocated well and i love you know the word vulnerability is an interesting one isn't it because to the onlooker it may look like the one who's walking in that circle of love is vulnerable to the attacks vulnerable to the ego but it's the opposite that's true because we really aren't vulnerable we are empowered by the authority of that love the essence of it builds us up in our kinetic belief and now it may be that we become vulnerable vulnerable because we have fallen out of love for ourselves. Because most of the time when people step out of the circle of love that we're talking about, they've turned ide- identifying with their egoist to egoist thoughts. They, they are now seeing themselves with those thought forms and their uh their own strength and they're, and they're seeing themselves through their own wisdom, their own might, their limited knowledge and yeah. their education and what other people have said about them and all those emotions of worry and doubt and fear. And then, and then because of that, we're, we are vulnerable to the attacks of the egos of those around us and the accusations and all the condemnation and all those things. Well, I definitely, I probably should have used a different word. I'm glad, no, 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 because <laughs> it's, a gr- it's a great word to use. Well, and I, what, what would that be? Because I have to say, when I'm in belief, when I'm in kinetic belief, and I'm, and I'm giving my whole self over to the manifesting belief of, of a dream, of something that I truly desire, I feel incredibly open, sort of laid open, as if I'm, I've, and I, again, like, I'm not sure I meant vulnerable when I said that. So something that comes from being in true love, acting in love, and living in love, is it also allows you to, I think the world makes a lot of us clench and, and be very closed and very shut off and very, look, I've been hurt too many times. I'm just going to snap myself shut and never open up again. But kinetic belief does that. It softens us. It allows us to to open ourselves up, but while not being vulnerable. Right. Well, <laughs> when you're operating in the ego, you're protecting yourself. You're not open and you're not vulnerable. Yeah. Uh, but you are vulnerable because you're in the ego and you're, you're <laughs> trying to protect yourself. Right. So there, there's that warring yes. in, uh, of, of, of factuous, but, um, cyclical uh, things that are going on inside of you because you're not protected by right. the power of love. But what a beautiful thing that you just said, this idea that, look, yes, we're open we have opened ourselves up. We've laid ourselves open because it's our true self being born out, and yet we're not vulnerable. What an amazing thing, way to live. Not vulnerable because you are trusting in the creative power of your moxie and mojo. There's a third way to operate in creative power, and that is to live a life of gratitude. 
And I'll bet you thought I was going to say that. Gratitude. you got to live a life of gratitude. Nothing keeps that creative power down more than a life that is void of gratitude. I'm telling you that gossiping, meddling, and complaining will make sure that the creative power is far from you. But you're going to have to understand that kinetic belief does wonderful things in the midst of gratitude. You may have awakened this morning not feeling very good. And you could have said, oh, I'm just so tired and I am so sore. No, no. You say, I'm grateful. I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful that I have breath I am, and that I have life and that I have eyes to see another day. Sure, you start off pretty slow, but you're in there. I'm so grateful that I've got a roof over my head, that I've, I've got, I had somewhere to lay my head down last night to sleep. You see, you're working on something now. And you go and you get in your car and you say, I'm so grateful that I've got something to drive. Or the Uber guy pulls up. I'm so grateful that I've got an Uber car (laughs) or that somebody picked me up or I'm on the bus, whatever it is. I'm so excited. I am so grateful that the blood is still running in my veins. And, And you look out the window. What a beautiful day. Look at the color of that sky. Look at those people walking by. I'm grateful to be able to see those colors and for all of the life that is around me. And then somebody says, "Uh, no, you don't understand. I'm facing something right now. And you say, no, you don't understand. You need to know who you are and you need to know that you've got authority and that you have creative power to do and to change creative power for any mission that you should choose. And don't try and tell me you don't have anything to be grateful for. Mm -hmm. I mean, you need to be grateful in your car on your way to work or down to the meeting or to the store, wherever you're going. You need to be grateful in your kitchen. You need to, while while you're preparing dinner or breakfast or whatever you're doing in the kitchen, you need to be grateful while brushing your teeth. You need to be grateful while waiting for that next paycheck instead of grumbling and complaining. And when you are, you will maintain this atmosphere for the creative power of God in your life. Mm. Okay, bees, look, I dare all of you to be grateful to the point of it being a sacrifice of gratitude today. I dare you, KBs, to be grateful because life is good. I dare you to be grateful because you know what, what's getting ready to show up in your life. Creative power is getting ready to perform, and it's getting ready to make a way out of no way. That was a really cool visual that you just sent my way with the, the create an atmosphere. You're creating an atmosphere with gratitude, and that just made me think, hey, we're actually creating a place that that is that is going to be nurturing to our manifestations that's what gratitude does it's creating this very hospitable environment for our manifestations to flourish and grow and and i just think that's such a such a cool visual of of imagining our little seedlings we're we're nesting aren't we (laughs) yes we're nesting we're creating a place a space for it because look some of you don't understand what i'm saying but when you're grateful things show up nothing's going to change when you're down low. You mm. got to lift yourself up. You have to create this space and nothing's going to change. Otherwise, you, you got to start being grateful no matter what you've got going on in your life, no matter who said something to you, no matter what they stole from you, you've got to learn how to be grateful anyway. Mm. There is creative power for battle, Meg. There is a, a specific creative power for battle. 
I mean, battles are real to life. You know, we talk about everything being great and living your best life and, and happiness and joy and all those things, which are real. And they are, it's present tense, always there. But battles are also just as real in life. But triumph, your victories are more real to the kinetic believer than anything else. I mean, it's got to be real to you. You got to see it now. This is not some kind of wishful thinking. It's real. It's now. Your victory has got to be more real than your battles. I said your victory has got to be more real than your battles. Mm-hmm. Somebody's not listening. Your victory must be more real than your battles. Your victory must be more real than your battles. Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. Okay. Your, listen, your victory <laughs> out there in New Zealand or in, in Canada, wherever you are over there in, in Montreal. Oh, wait, there's somebody in Germany. Listen, your victory must be more real than your battles. I'm so at peace. You see, I'm so satisfied by what I believe. I'm not denying the existence of the battle. I'm just, I'm just trying to tell you while you're trying to tell me how real your battle is, I'm trying to tell you how real your victory is. You see, we have an assurance that we have a victory in any battle that we could ever face. And I'm telling you that we've got the victory. I don't care what it looks like around your house. You've got victory. I don't care how much debt you're in. I don't care who is calling you and threatening you. You've got victory. You see, that's what will happen when you start being grateful and recognizing that your victory is more real than any battle. Because I'm telling you, with creative power, you will not need to struggle with any battle to gain entrance into your possession, entrance into your mission, entrance into your healing, entrance into your best life. It's not just up to you. The universe has the responsibility to cause victory in your life. You see, just because you have battles, that doesn't mean that you've missed out on what could have been. Do you understand that? Right. It doesn't mean that you're lacking in the ability to attract good things into your life. Are you kidding me? Every powerful kinetic believer had to bob and weave and has to continue to zigzag. It's a way of life. Every one percenter, every world changer, every successful person. Jesus was born, and immediately he had to get up and run out. He had, he had to leave because they were after him. It doesn't mean he missed his purpose. There is an enemy out there, and where there is an enemy, there is a battle. You see, it only means that you are on a path of destiny. Because to experience, to experience the extraordinary journey is to be at home for the overcomers. So if there were no battles, we couldn't be sure that we have a, a, a place there in that place. Because being a kinetic believer, it doesn't mean that you're not going to have any fights. It just means that you're going to have good fights. Good fights. That, that means you win. It just confirms that you're always going to have victory in your life. Look, let the battle come on. I mean, just let it come. The victory's already been established. Don't be, don't be afraid of the battle. Let it come on. I mean, you've got something on the inside of you. I mean, you let the mental constructs of fear and doubt around you know that I'm going to dance, man. 
Bring it on. But there is no way, no way that you're going to take from me what I was created to have. And the neighbor, the one that did me wrong, the one that had her kids come over and pull up my flowers and break the butterfly wings off my mailbox, you see, I'm not scared because I already know that I've got the victory. And my authority, our authority, is it's bound by our love and the creative power of kinetic belief that has our backs. The only thing that the mental constructs of ego can do is replay your past. That's all it has. And when the ego starts replaying your past, go ahead and you pre-play your future. Cast down those negative thoughts and remind the fakery of thoughts of who you really are. Listen, you've got to continue to listen to these teachings. And I'm not playing, we don't come in here and, and play church. We don't play college. We don't play anything. We're not playing games here like a lot of people may be accustomed to from some past experiences. You listen when this is being taught and do not, do not, I'm telling you, do not miss a week because the knowledge will increase your might and the might is going to prepare you for battle. So for you to miss something that's happening on the streets of your city to be here, it is to your advantage to do so. It's to your advantage to do so. Ralph Ellison wrote in his book, Shadow and Act, great book. He wrote that we look too much to museums. The sun coming up in the morning is enough. Your victory is assured. And through the power of kinetic belief, the teachers have shown us how through the institution of creative power to receive the wisdom of creative knowledge, to receive the spirit of joy, and you will never be the same again by the authority and the dominion of a creative power. And problems are removed and debts are destroyed when you trust in the love that created you to be creative. And oh, by the way, you have the creative power to expect to demand victory in your life. Say this with me. Love is positive. Love is positive. Hate is not. Hate is not. Love is positive. Love is positive. Anger is not. Anger is not. Love is positive. Love is positive. Bitter is not. Bitter is not. Love is positive. Love is positive. Greed is not. Greed is not. Love is positive. Love is positive. Fear is not. Fear isn't. Love is positive. Love is positive. Worry is not. Worry is not. I am positive. I am positive. I am love. Wow. What an exciting podcast today. And really for a time such as this for kinetic believers, victory really is inevitable. Oh man. And what a title, the moxie and mojo of manifesting. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. I love it. If you want to check out all the great resources, that's going to be stephencanyon.com and make sure you do follow him also on Facebook. You can find him under Stephen Canyon. I've enjoyed this so much today. Oh, I needed this today. Let's go we do something did. fun. You want to go walk around the lake? Oh, sounds good. Stay a little bit away from the water's Get edge. Get some vitamin D. Send yeah. out much love <laughs> to all, all you KB creatives around <laughs> yeah, the world. all the love. And thanks as usual, Stephen, for all the wisdom. Bye.